love it, mate. So, uh, yeah, eventful morning then. So you're nice and centred and grounded, and I'm, like, putting out a fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was putting out... You was putting out actual fires, and I was putting out, you know... Um, Internal ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, it's lovely to meet you. Like, everyone, everyone thinks when you go on podcasts, you know, like, you've met the person before or had a conversation. This is literally, like, the first time we've ever actually had some connection. It is, yeah, yeah. The first time we've spoke face to face, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Finally, beer. Amazing, mate. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. But how's your morning been? It's been good. It's been full, full on at the moment. So things are going really, really good. Um, everything's it's moving exactly as it should be. But um, just still trying to find balance in between mm-hmm. uh, work and and taking care of myself, I guess. But um, I'm looking after my son and. You know all the things that life that life brings, but but it's good. It's good. I'm really grateful for things at the moment. I'm really, really, yeah, in a good place. Mate, I completely hear you on that. How old's your son? Six. Oh, same age as ours. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you got a little boys as well, have you? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Actually, they're all such a beautiful age, mate, as well. Oh yeah, it's just an absolute delight. You know, he's he's um he's just into everything. So many questions. So um curious and uh yeah it's 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 brilliant i absolutely love it i love it yeah yeah right. awesome. awesome it's two front teeth and just fell out as well so he he's um he looks he looks comedy at the moment so it's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> i love it mate listen right right let's let's get into it like you we uh we connected because of men without masks um retreat and i know you're you're in, into your men's work as well which is awesome just out there making a difference and you've got your your urban ice man business. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, yeah, it's always the hardest question that one I always find because there's always so much to say, isn't there? You know, how do you yeah. summarize yourself? Um, Initially, we're always like, oh shit, I've got to talk about myself. And then we get going, yeah. and we're like, oh, actually, I'm quite enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can talk about myself quite a lot. Um, yeah, so um, I'm a father a little boy um, and I kind of um, found myself where I am now after having um, a bit of an awakening I'd say you know about about eight to ten years ago Um, and yeah life experience you know loss grief um, illness um, and you know all, all those things without going into too much detail you know lost my dad um, to cancer lost a good friend to cancer um and then um you know became a dad and my son got diagnosed with, with cystic fibrosis um i um i started to struggle in my relationship with my wife and right in the midst of all this decided to choose a different way to live really i was like well the way that i've i've dealt with life um up till now didn't seem to be working for me so i had a hedonistic lifestyle um whether it be going hard with partying or work or whatever it was, everything was kind of to the extreme um, and probably a way not to really feel anything. Um, so, so yeah, I've, um, I've been on quite a journey the last few years and in recent years, um, I've learned a lot about, you know, how to, how to reprogram, um, you know, our, um, mistaken beliefs about beliefs about ourselves, you know, our family patterns. Um, so I've dug pretty deep, done quite a lot of psychotherapy work. I'm 
in my final year of, of training to be a psychotherapist, which, which works really nicely with me coaching. Um, and I've done a lot of work with an organization called Clearmind that are based in Canada. I, I got introduced to them through a workshop that they do every year in the UK. Uh, they do a few actually, but the one is in Liverpool. Um, and yeah, that was, that was enlightening to say the least, you know, did some breath work um, did some deep, um, you, you know, um, looking into my past, into my family history and, and that was kind of the starting point, I guess, for, for, for the deeper work that I did. Um, more recently, I've, I've trained to be a breathwork facilitator. Um, I also interested in, in the more scientific aspects of things as well. I always kind of look, you know, I, I, I love the, the spiritual side of things, maybe the unexplained, but I also like to be able to understand the, the, the science behind it. And I'm also studying breathwork with a guy called Patrick McEwen. Mm -hmm. um, the oxygen advantage, nose breathing. Um, so, um, recently done a uh, half Ironman, which was predominantly just breathing through my nose. And the big plan is to do a full Ironman, just breathing through my nose, um, in July next year in Nottingham. So, um, yeah, just just aligning my training for for that really. Um, so yeah, that feels like a lot of information. Um, there's a lot more, but <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm sure we get into that. Do you know um, Dave Jackson, Jacko, Human Flag? Yeah, I, I don't know him, but I do follow him. Yeah, yeah, he's got some some, some great uh, Instagram info on there about nose breathing. He's well into it, isn't he? Big lad. Yeah, yeah he's a top man. He came on the podcast, one of the first episodes. Um, ah, right, cool. Lovely guy. So uh, I know Patrick McEwen's big into like performance enhancing breathing techniques. Uh, there's so many variations and... Um, He's really leading the way as far as, as performance breathing, breathing, bre performance breathing, performance breathing is, uh, is definitely concerned. Yeah, definitely. He's, he, he backs it all up with science, doesn't he? And um, I mean, it's so simple, really, ultimately, the, the simple exercises, but it, it's definitely helping. Um, I mean, it, even just going for a run now, just by breathing through my nose, it becomes like one long meditation, really. Um, my, 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 my breathing becomes like the, what would you call it? The governor for my pace, as opposed to, you know, like wearing my, my body out. So my, my breath is the governor. So, um, it's, it's, it's mass, that massively helped me that as well as the, as the cold water therapy. I mean, post December last year, I was convinced I'd never be able to run because I broke a bone in my back, I popped a disc um, in, a, in an accident on a boat in 2000, I think it was in 2013, um, and kind of did everything I possibly could to rehabilitate myself. Every, I thought I'd done everything I possibly could to rehabilitate myself, but then somebody dared me on a call, what I meant to call it was, and he... Stephen Green, he's a, um, he's a property um, coach and, and mentor and does a lot of mindset stuff. And he, and he did a, a world record where he, he did two back-to-back -back Ironman. And then after that, he had a mentorship call and he, and he, and he sort of like encouraged everybody to, to go to the limit. Most people were encouraged to do a half marathon. And my response was, well, I can't do a half marathon. I'll do something else. And somebody in the call, I can't remember who it was, they said to me, you can, you, yeah, of course you can do it. And then they come out with all this stuff about how I could do it. And it really pissed me off. I was like, I was convinced I couldn't do it. So even in that moment, I was like, 
this has really agitated me. Like, I, 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 and I, and I decided to look a bit deeper, like, could I actually do it? Um, and the way that I managed to do it was I committed to do, instead of doing a half marathon, I decided I was going to do a half Ironman, but I was going to walk the marathon. Um, and I just slowed everything down. I, I slowed everything down instead of always pushing and feeling like that's how you achieve things is pushing. I kind of realized um, through that process that you can go gently and achieve more. Um, so I reined in with my breath. I learned more about how to breathe more gently, more softly, but more deeply. Um, I started integrating more cold water into my routine and I found it pretty easy. I enjoyed it. You know, it was, it was great. I just went to Southport and just did it myself. And, um, off the back of that, decided I was going to do a full one. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. So man, I love hearing stuff like that. It's, uh, well, there's a few points in that, in the, that pushing harder all the time, whether it's achieving, whether it's that belief, I think, right, where <clears throat> it's so ingrained in, in men, and I think it is starting to be ingrained in women um, as well recently, it's just this relentlessness. This relentlessness that the harder you push, the more you're going to get out. Um, I know I've certainly lived a life of that, of just on a physical level and then, emotionally it came with a lot of bullying uh a bullying talk just pushing 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 trying to deliberately get in pain caves in your head and then inadvertently it was leading to your body and it just led to well for me personally just breakdown after breakdown after breakdown of the body mm. um that now like it's still a work in progress for me is you find ways i find ways i statements only um i find ways to create rush in my life it's such a challenge i have to keep checking in with myself whether it's like making sure i go to a yoga class or have a breathwork session with someone to just oh god i'm doing it again like i'm filling time up to feel like if i can keep filling it up and rushing around i'm going to achieve more um and i think it is like an ongoing process i don't think i know i certainly haven't got it completely sorted yet um and I, I was having this conversation this morning with somebody that my, one of my, a challenge that I, I just see in the world is men have done this for years, like chasing things and leaving, leaving the family home for more and more hours to try and chase more and more things. And we, we live in that consumer, a consumer generation where everything's led towards us having to, it's habitual, right? I read this in Atomic Habits last night, how you can buy one thing, but it quickly leads to the next and the next and the next. And it reminded me of just a bigger world, how you can buy into a concept, for instance, in the corporate world, and then it quickly turns into the suit. The suit needs the shoes, the shoes need the tire, the tire needs the car, the car needs the house. And you're quickly playing that game for longer and longer. Um, and we look at men now with suicide rates at an all-time high, with mental health at an all-time high. But what I think people are missing at the moment is that suicide rates in women is creeping up very, very fast that coincides with, and in my opinion, and rightfully so, women have fought very hard for equal rights and equal opportunities. I think what's neglected to be seen is the fact that men are in this, uh, this state right now because of all that shit. And now we see women tr mm. who are extremely ambitious and want to step into them roles. But what we don't see is projection that in 10 years, 15 years, they're going to be in exactly the same situation as, as, as what men are with mental health issues, burnout, not knowing who they really are in their heart, 
absent homes, which then leads to children having emotionally inconsistent parents because they're so ambitious and they're so driven that that comes, what comes with that is a lot of stress. And that comes in the family homes. Then we create another generation of kids who haven't been offered emotional consistency and emotional uh, availability. Um, and I've gone off track a little bit, but you just saying that just reminded me of, of all that. And I guess it's probably just because I'm, I'm really into that child psychology at the moment. And with stuff I've got coming out next month around mentoring 16 to 18 year olds, listening to you then, I think it's because I've, it's such a deep rooted facet in men, which is why there's beacons like yourself, like me, like, like Craig Wyatt, like, you know, like people like that who are trying to slow this process and be like, hold on guys, there's actually more to you. There's more to life. Which yeah. brings me nicely, probably, well, I guess we better hit on the Men Without Mask retreat that you've just recently been on, because I'm interested to hear your experience. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just before we go into that, though, I mean, there's a couple of things from what you've just said, and, and I love how you've touched on, you know, um, both the issues now in society with men and with women, you know, suicide rates and, and, and the pressure that's been put on women. And I, 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 my belief is it's it's how we perceive masculinity. It's how we perceive the role of masculinity and our masculine energy. Um, and it's very much kind of stuck in, you know, and this is something that I've taken from the memo that masks understanding the how how we um, how our our traits or or you know our skills or our beliefs can be perceived into these archetypes: the warrior, the the king, the the magician, and and the lover. And, and I feel like men are very much most men anyway we're very much prominent in the warrior and and like the that's that's kind of how society it, it suits society to be like that it's a very consumerist way it's a very you know um productive way to to, to be but it doesn't leave a lot of space for for the self um it's a very very useful aspect of us it's very productive um and 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 kind of that's kind of what a lot of women, I feel, are, are, are now adopting. As they adopt uh, more, you know, there's, there's, there's more equal equal choice and equal opportunities, which I, I absolutely 100% support. Um, the consequences of that is, is actually men have had it pretty shit for quite a long time. And like you say, now, 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 now women are stepping into those roles. It's it's not often that healthy and 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 again the roles end, end up being the role of it's a warrior role and it doesn't leave much time for the lover for the magician i mean the magician's often in there the thinker you know and we can also as men um, certainly myself you can get stuck in those thoughts and and i've often lived a lot of my life between those two polarities you know the 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 warrior and the, and the magician and and, and it, i feel as though that's what a lot of women are now experiencing as well, and there's not enough room for, you know, the lover, the you know, the the feminine energy, um, and and obviously the king, the the ability to have a strong purpose. Um, we 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 seem to be lost in a purpose of buying Amazon parcels or, you know, um, having a Tesla car or whatever it might be. That that and and um, you know, if that's a worthy purpose for you, then that's that's amazing. But 
often when we when we tap into that it's it seldom really means anything to most people you know what car you drive and um when you speak to particularly the older generation they will seldom regret not buying a bigger car um or or a, a bigger house or you know buying more clothes or whatever it's always to do with experiences it's always to do with people to do with loving more um, making love more you know um, visiting more places and I kind of feel like that wisdom of being passed down is it's been lost it, it's, it's it's been it's been it's been lost or lost in translation or we've just stopped listening and I absolutely this this goes into then the, the men without masks I believe that that is is a massive part of the work that you know I experienced and, and I'm sure you experienced with, with Craig at the at the retreat is you get to feel some of that wisdom from from elders from other um, other you know communities and, and other cultures um, you know that that are brought into that space and 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 allow you to kind of let go of our um, uh, our attachment to things I guess and for it to be more about feeling and, and, and in the body and and um, you know uh, and, and how we relate to each other how we see each other you know just looking at somebody else in the eyes and actually seeing that person is just so powerful um, and it's just so lost so so lost in, in, in society so so yeah yeah. How was your experience with the with the retreat when you when you did it? Mate, do you know what? Well, apart from the shocking accommodation and the food that needed a lot of question marks over, <laughs> um, it was awesome. Like I loved it, and um, I absolutely loved it. You know, I always think that when you bring a group of a group of people together, the powers in the group. Um, you know, like I mean. You know, it's like you had, the, you had that lovely facility, which is which was incredible to watch. Um, but I, I generally believe a lot of the time it's it's not the where, it's it's the people. And mm. like you alluded to, like it's not very often you just get to stop and and be in a room where you can share and talk and 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 actually actively listen rather than just rather than just passively sit there listening like most of us do in everyday life because there's just always too much going on or there's a lot of busyness um and to sit, think that we have stories that we play out in ourselves and think that we're the only ones going through it or the only ones that may have experienced it um, or we we know that unconsciously other people feel it and then you get in a room and, and you talk it out and it's almost like oh wow this person isn't as far away from me as i think that actually it's, it's a lot more common. I'm not alone. Um, you know, that connectivity and join the dots up with one another is, is far more frequent than we ever think. Um, and the power then of, of what that does and galvanizes a group to, to let down barriers and to feel safe and to, it's just a powerful, powerful experience. That connection is just something that personally I never experienced before in my life where I like, you know, playing professional rugby and, and, and representing GB in a very alpha sports it was just very typical hard alpha male do not show vulnerability environments 
Uh, and still now I listen to some podcast interviews where they feel like things have changed. But I mean, being coaches, you know, as well as I do, like it's really easy to pick up on the words where they're expressing how things have changed and people can do this and do that. But then the wording is very much like, mm, hold on a minute. If I was in that environment, I still feel threatened. Um, and I think Men Without Mask gives you an opportunity that because there's, I talk about this a lot, that competition breeds disconnection. Um, firstly, with self. Once it's done with self, it's with others. And I think the Men Without Mask is a, a space which is quite unheard of in that men get to come together in an environment where for once in their life, they're not competing. They're not competing for the job. They're not competing in a sport. They're not competing to win someone else over. Um, and I always, and I think that was remarkable for me. Like it was um, things like them little, that little part of it, but it's pretty, pretty much just only come up for me right now as we're talking, is it because there was no need for any part of a competitive edge it became a thing of beauty. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we just come back to something you said earlier about masculinity and femininity is that by definition, there is no definition. You know, when you look it up and Google it, I'm sure some people will now, there is no actual definition for masculinity or feminine. femininity. It's completely how the individual derives it, nurtures it and creates it. Yeah. Which, which says a lot for us guys that have followed a guideline that the men who come before us over generation to generation and what the media has portrayed to us as young boys has portrayed something that that has just been passed down and then we've lived it and like you just said there like the retreat or any work like that any coaching work any therapy work gives you an opportunity to stop and if you've got a guy who's into this that says what is masculinity to you what let's explore the stigmas let's explore the expectations are these true no so what would your version what would you love your version of masculinity to look like mm. and i think that's where a lot of people probably a lot of guys get lost is that we don't really know what our definition of it is yeah well i mean it's a massive question isn't it and what's helped me is 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 is, is learning from teachers who kind of create a um a perspective on what what it, what it is what masculine energy is what feminine energy is and, and it is only a perspective it is only like a a, a construct um like your dogs yeah sorry mate <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's okay um but you know I've done a bit of work with a guy called John Wineland, who's, who's been taught by David Dada. Um, he wrote the book, The Path of the Embodied Man, I think it is called. Um, and the way that he sort of portrays the, the very basic polarity of masculine and feminine is that the, the masculine is the, is the mountain, is the, is the stillness, the, the, the death even, um, the, the immovable, uh, the... the um, the stillness and, and the structure and the feminine is, is pretty much everything else. It's all of life. It's, it's, um, it's the flow. It's the, the rivers, the, 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 the sun, the chaos, it's kind of everything else. And, you know, we, we cannot live in either polar. Nothing would happen. It, it's a synergy of them both. It's a balance. It's the yin and yang of the masculine and the feminine. And we all have different, you know, levels of, of masculinity and femininity within us most men are more masculine than feminine 
but not all and vice versa. And it's kind of when we, we it, it helps me to have some form of construct to, to work around and then to form my own perspective from that, you know, um, instead of having to kind of just construct it from, from, from the start. And, um, and, and, it, and it deepened my understanding again to, to, to learn about the way that the archetypes are discussed, you know, the warrior, the, the lover, the, the king, the, the, um, the magician, and, um, and then putting all that together with, with the masculine and the feminine energy and the practices that we can bring and then understanding what, you know, what, what's going on for us at, at certain moments and, and what, you know, how we might associate, you know, emotions with, with masculinity. Well, actually, you know, anger is, in my, the way that I've learned, is more associated with a feminine energy. You know, it's, it's, it's an uncontrolled um, emotion. Um, um, and, 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 yeah, and, and that, the, the masculine, the, the, the true masculine, um, is 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 the stillness and, and the and the structure and and as as men, um, if we can learn to hold space for life to happen around us to just be, um, then then it, through that we're, we allow life to unravel. We allow other people to to have their um, experience instead of us giving them our experience, and it also allows us to to kind of to deepen within ourselves and um and that has took a lot of practice for me you know to find that presence to find that stillness and um but through that learning and that process i guess i've found an, an awful lot of gold as well so absolutely, absolutely love that like, i think that's a a beautiful analogy and i've got to admit I've never looked at it like that. That anger is more of a, a feminine feeling than it is a masculine. Um, I really had never looked at it like that. that. That completely opened my eyes then. Yeah. And I mean, like I say, it's a perspective, but it's a perspective that I really related to when I started to understand it and uh, and started to accept that there's a lot of feminine energy in me, you know, and then that's okay. And um, and embracing that um, and, and, and kind of understanding when that, feminine energy is useful and when the masculine energy is useful and then how to hold space for um a woman or, or a child or even another man who's who's, who's really fully in the, the feminine energy i mean having a six-year-old you will experience a, a little person there he might be a boy but he will be fully in his feminine energy you know your first seven years of your life whether you're, you're a boy or a girl you're fully in your feminine you know everything is just um, just full of life, isn't he? And he's just like anything goes, everything gets said straight off the bat, and um, there's 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 no there's no raining back, and and it's beautiful, isn't it? And but but sometimes it's a lot. It can be a lot to hold, can it? And, and that's kind of like I've deepened my practice through holding space for my son sometimes, and just being like, well, yeah, this is this is a lot now, and then being able to breathe, um, being able to find some stillness, and. And then just just allowing him to be his fullness, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's incredible, Ryan. Is it like you very echo a lot of we do? Um, I've taught him breath work, how to breathe through his nose, out, out of his mouth initially, and some box breathing, and and you see him do it. Like it's amazing when he has like a stressful task for him. You see him close his eyes, take a big breath through his nose, and 
empty out slowly through his mouth before he does his task or most recently i don't know you might have seen this on my insta or not i don't know every morning i've been having a cold like a cold hose shower so we're not overlooked on one side no cold hose shower yeah now he's now he's like at least three mornings of the week daddy like yep yeah, don't get up and have a shower straight away can you wait for me to get up i want a cold shower with you oh, wow so you, <laughs> yeah you know you're like you know it's easy it's just holding them space for them letting them keep exploring and like you said like it is teaching them that when we hold that space, we're basically telling them, you're basically telling you're good enough. You yeah. know, you're good enough. You deserve to be heard. Space deserves to be held for you. Because when we don't and we rush around and we don't pay attention to that stuff, that, and you said that feminine thing, you know, like it's something that I've really accepted about myself as well. And I think it is having a son that actually observing him as much as the rough and tumble, you realize that you have to help him with the rough and tumble, how to healthily stop, healthily let him understand what boundaries are, what he can and can't do, when something needs to stop, um, how to wind in that enormous energy they have and that, and that love for life. Like they just love like exploring and asking and talking. And I never want to see that out of him. Like I love the fact he just says what he thinks and what he sees and, and there's no filter. And I'm like, that's incredible because it's not the humans who I love around me have no like adults, sorry, have no filter. And I think back and I'm like, actually, it's because of children. We don't, it just gets like sort of pushed down in us that to have a no filter is a bad thing when actually it's just beautifully honest and, and explorative. Yeah. Yeah. Just comes straight out, doesn't it? It's infinite, yeah. it's the in, infinite amount of energy and life and yeah. Yeah, there's no thinking brain. I think it's like seven year year old that you start to develop your thinking brain, don't you? Where you 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 start to question things before you you say them and um, and think about things a little bit more deeply. So yeah, that's just it's like they're so much closer to source. Um, yeah, it's a delight. And I mean, I often just think like this guy's been here before. You know, some of the things he said, like wow, where's he got that from? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ryan, share, share with me and everybody else. Like, urban ice man. Like, what? What is it? What? What's? What's the? What's the? The service. What is it you're giving people? What is it you're helping the, the world with? I'm. I'm intrigued. I want everyone else to know as well. Yeah. So, um, I kind of started to work with cold water more in, in, in October last year to, to help me through a difficult time in my life, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. Um, as I was going through, um, a breakup from my marriage and, and, and subsequently got divorced. So the, the cold really helped me to, um, to maintain my mental and physical health. So I've, um, you know, I had people asking me about it, you know, why are you doing it? And people started to come and get in the barrel and, you know, I do a little bit of breath work with them. And I, um, I, I, I just spawned the, the, the name Urban, Urban Iceman um, really from, from the belief that I think, you know, as I, I love getting out to the Lake District, the Peak District, you know, going to Scotland and that kind of places. But also it, it was a nod to the fact that we can do a lot of this stuff right, right, right here where we live, you know, in, in our urban towns. And we don't always have to go that far to to actually experience the elements, the cold, the, the heat, um, you know, the trees, um, walking on the grass barefoot, you know, just there's, there's 
in the UK, there's always a park or, or a yard or something. So um, that's where the urban aspect of Urban Iceman comes from. Um, and yeah, so I've been helping people experience the cold um, and, and through the cold experience themselves at a much, much deeper level. So I've recently also, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm training to be a psychotherapist. So the... The, the Urban Iceman tag is a little bit deceiving. It's kind of, is that all that I do? And it's not, it goes far beyond that. You know, I do, uh, I'm a breathwork facilitator and also, like I say, I'm train, training to be a psychotherapist. So in my coaching practice, um, I'm currently taking on a small number of clients to work with um, on, on an, an immersive level over, over uh, a period of three months. And, and what I do is I, I work with them within their needs you know i create a very loose framework i understand what it is that they need and then whether they either come to me or I work with them online i i kind of i, I give them what they need in that moment I, I might have prepared something beforehand but it's always what they need in that moment and you know quite often it's just to find some stillness to, to allow what's within them to to, to move um, you know there's more powerful things to use like the breath like the cold um movement but you know i often find that the most powerful thing is just to be seen and held in space and to be know know that that to to, to, to provide a feeling of, of a sense of safety for, 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 for that person and and it's it's always a collaborative work you know it's 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 never you know talking down or from a, 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 a perspective of, of guru it's it's always like on a level I am learning as much as that person is learning always and you know and it's it's through those um, modalities and and and, um, and and level of empathy that I find that the, the healing is often incredibly deep um, for everybody you know I, I, I still get healing from it myself and, and this is this is my my light work, I would say, this is me stepping into the light, I guess, and there's nothing, um, there's nothing greater than seeing somebody have a, a shift and, and, you know, to see that change in expression and the light come into the face and, and you know, whatever it is that moves, it's, it's something that's truly profound and it, it never fails to amaze me, whether it's on a workshop and a you know, one-to-one, I mean, you, you know yourself, I can tell by the look on your face, you know that look, don't you? You know that feeling and it is it is such a gift it's a gift to that person it's a gift to to yourself as a coach but it's also a gift to the universe you know the lighter that we are the more light that we spread the more love that we spread and you know in the work that we do we're we are we're creating you know it sounds cliche but we're creating more love in the world you know it's um you can't change one thing without changing everything everything has to change around it that's just how the, the laws of the universe work and um so so yeah that's a little bit about, about about what i do and you know i've got a website if anybody's interested in or or, or they can follow me on on, on um, urban iceman on, on instagram so love it mate so i'll give you a chance to say that in a sec as well the uh everyone can find you you know what it is man i'll smile because we i'm a big believer in once you learn it you must teach it um and i think that's what it is is we talk about purpose earlier is because we're embodying what it is we love. We're embodying, like, we're embodying our passion. We're going out and learning it. We're trying to bring that back in the world, and we're sharing that purpose, that passion, direction, that clarity with the with others who who want that. 
And when you say like, you're so right and that you, we are effectively helping create more love in the world because we're helping other people get in touch with who they really are and who they really are aren't angry, stressed individuals. And they're, they're naturally when we're babies, we're, we're loving, like you said, we're feminine, we're loving, we're exploring, everything's amazing. So all we're, so all we're doing is, is helping the world and helping individuals understand who they really are and, 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 and have new experiences like, like the cold water, like, like heat, like the breath work, enabling to hold space and, and allow people to self-explore. Yeah, yeah, it's, totally. It's totally. Incredible. Yeah. And just a little bit more about the cold, the, the, a beautiful analogy that I like to, to, the way I perceive the cold is, especially the extreme cold, like the, the, the you know, the, the, the ice baths is, it's the ultimate chaos of life. And, and um, the way that I kind of frame going into the cold, it's, it's without ego. You know, I, I see a lot of people on the internet, you know, going in for 20 minutes. And it's about how long you can do. And, and it, for me, it's, it's about, it's about the experience and reprogramming the, the nervous system. And, and the way that I help people do that is, is, is kind of perceiving the water as the chaos of life. And when you're able to step into the chaos of life and to allow yourself to feel it, feel the cold and know that you can just breathe and know that you can control your breath and know that you can slow your nervous system down and you can experience all this chaos going off around you. I mean, your body is, is going into hyperthermia, you know, early stages of hyperthermia. That's basically what happens. You, your, um, your core body temperature drops by a couple of degrees and that's where you get all the Well, the health benefits basically you know everything kicks in but the the, the chaos is, is occurring and, and and they they realize that they can just breathe and they can control the situation they can control the way that they, they feel and and if in that moment you can get some eye contact with that person and you can get a smile and you can exchange a smile they then realize that in that moment of chaos not only can they control the breath they can still connect with another person they can still feel love they can still feel joy and in that small glimpse of two or three minutes in the ice, from my experience of working with people and working with it myself, is you can. You, you're sorry, I lost it. You, you can you can reprogram, um, you know, the neuroplasticity of our brains and 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 and, and start to perceive life in in, in, in a different way. Um, you know, and it requires consistency. It's not you just come and that's it. Everything's fixed. It's about integrating these things. And consistency can be daily, weekly, monthly, but it's just, you know, yourself, it's just doing something regularly and knowing that you've got that accountability for yourself. So, um, so yeah, yeah, a little bit more information about, about the code. I love it, mate. Right, where can everybody find you? So Urban Iceman on, on Instagram, it's, it's urban underscore ice underscore man. And my website is www urbaniceman.com mate brilliant I tell you what, before we close this I ask everyone this question what is success to Ryan Abbott now because I'm sure it's very different from what it was so what is success to you now but you're right on the spot aren't I? you have yeah you've got me right on the spot there you know, and, um well, I, I truly believe that all success is spawned from presence. You, 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 the true success and, and um, anybody that really 
achieves great success, whether that be sporting achievement, just happiness, or say just happiness, as if like just happiness is not that important. Um, you know, happiness or financial wealth, most of, 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 of the elite, what they all share is presence. It's an ability to really be in the moment and to, to focus on on whatever it is that they're doing at that, at, that, at that moment, whether it being a great father or a great lover or, you know, a great businessman. And so I'm, I'm constantly working with being more present and, and, and in the moment and in the now. Um, and, and, and through that, I, I believe it's possible to achieve whatever it is, whatever it is that you, that you want to achieve. Yeah. Beautiful description, mate. Beautiful description. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on today. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, uh, thank you for thanks, giving me time. Thanks for asking me. Cheers, brother.